Hello everyone, it is August 25, 2022. You're watching me. My name is Nikki and this is the Awesome 10X Philippine Market Update. It's a Thursday. Thanks for watching the show. Let's start by sharing our screens on the Philippine market, okay? So um, let me share my screen here. Okay. So um, let's read first the index. Your index is at 6,670. You have the following companies. Um, first, let's just read through it. And then let's go through some news that you may be interested to know about. Obviously, we'll discuss some mining names about the tax law. But um, before doing that, let's just go through the numbers. Your market value turnover today is pretty small at about $2 billion, So that's very small. You've got the PSEI index still hovering at about 6670 And so some people might be trimming profits here. Okay, let's just read through the index prices here. Your SM is 865, ICT is 188, BPI is trading at 94, BDO is 128, Metro Bank is 53, Jollibee is 234, EEV is 57, Modi is at 16, Wilcon is 29.65, Asan is trading 8.66, GD Cap is below 500, SM Prime is 36.55, Meralco is 316.6, Lushatan Group 9.3, AGI 10.3, Converge 18.76, MPI 3.73, Globe is 2266, Pure Gold is 3450. Then your reds here are San Miguel, 100 pesos, Semirara, 42, Mega World, 2.55, JG Summit, 52, Robinson's Land, 19, Aboitis Power, 3150, Emperador, 20 bucks, URC, 121.6, Ayala Corp, 724, Ayala Land, 2855, PLDT, 1700. Let's discuss, no? So you're seeing that the Philippine market is obviously recovering, but obviously we think that there's a lot of resistances to contend to. And um, you're seeing today that there are companies that are dropping. Uh, in particular, your properties like Ayala Land and Ayala Corp is dropping down. Let's take a look at these because these are your biggest uh, weight in the index, Ayala Land. You're wondering why the index is hovering downwards. It's mostly because Ayala Land has fully corrected here from about 30 pesos. Well, not fully corrected yet. 30 Towards the recent price of 28, you're seeing that the buyers here at 21, 22 have bought, but that was still a mean reversion play. You see that they're still below resistance of 31.65 for Ayala Land, which has people begging to question whether high interest rates will affect your real estate sector like Ayala Land. And in my in my assumption, guys, um, your real estate sector isn't gonna be going too brisk with high interest rates. So obviously, interest rates is gonna be negative on the property sector and housing sector. So we think that this would have a lot of headwinds as it goes higher. So at about 32, we need uh, sufficient time to see whether Ayala Land can really have strong sales in their property segment. And perhaps it will be trading in a sideways fashion here between buyers at 25, 26 and sellers residing here at about 30 to 32. So I think that this is more of a sideways with bearish bias as it goes higher. Now, with Ayala Land having a harder time, we would assume that Ayala Corporation nearing 800 also has a harder time. It doesn't mean that it's not going to go higher, but it just means that if it goes higher, there will be several sellers that will persevere in selling resistances for your Ayala Corporation here, about 780 to 800. So far, Ayala Corporation, in my view, fell because of the resistance of Ayala Land, given that 50% or more of their uh, corporation units' income is mostly... Uh, 
coming from Ayala land. So you're seeing that Ayala Corporation as a conglomerate is falling down from 775 here to about 724. Can it persist here and can it stay above 700? I am not quite sure as I don't see um, a strong um, a strong a strong buyer, no. It's uh, we we would have to say that it's a wait and see, and it's more it's mostly a sideways for Ayala Corporation. Now you've got the banks going up, going up very strongly with a fast interest rate hike uh, environment. You saw that as of August 19, recently your Banco Central continued to raise your interest rates in the Philippines another 50 basis points, and that is to contain obviously the dollar peso devaluing towards 57 pesos. It's now trading at 56. 50 area, 56.4 uh, area, 56 pesos on your dollar peso. And that has a huge implication on the bank's profits. So a rising interest rate usually helps the banks because they've got a lot of assets that are obviously at 0%. And as the interest rates go higher, they can lend those to uh, overnight facilities at a bigger uh, interest rate margin. So we're seeing that BDO has benefited from those interest rate hikes from about 110. It had rallied 130. However, your banks have a resistance here. I believe that BDO is having resistance mostly because of the valuation per se. BDO trades at about two times price to book. A far cry on your security bank. So let's take a look at these banks. Your security bank is still trading at half times price to book value and people would argue that security bank here about 80s to 90s would still get the benefit of a revaluation owing to their earnings let's go read for the security bank numbers here short term no you've got that upside perhaps towards 105 or even 110 as the compelling values remain uh, there in place for your security bank Take note that Security Bank is just trading here at about 92 pesos, almost near your 2020 March lows uh, during the pandemic. And let's go through some, um, let's Google some Security Bank uh, investor relations here. No? So let's go to their investor presentation, their recent results. Uh, let's try to read up on uh, what their results are recently. So go to the investor presentations, hit up the Security Bank, 2022 numbers, all right. Okay, so in Q1, these are the numbers that we've got from Security Bank. It's an independent bank with wholesale banks, 316 branches. You can see it's all over Manila, Luzon, Visayas, Mindanao. They've got um, all the wholesale, retail, and uh, treasuries, fixed income. In terms of their uh, book value, you can see that as of 2021, they do trade at about 160 pesos telling you that about 80 to 90, you're trading about 0 0.5, 0 0.55 times price to book value. Usually for banks, what people look at is the book value per share. So um, people are going to look at that. Earnings per share is about nine here, which tells you that you've got about 10 times multiple here, about 90 pesos if you're buying it at 90. Um, price to book at about less than 0 0.5, 0 0.6. You've got um, net income after tax of about 7 billion. Then you've got dividend per share here of about 3 pesos, which makes it a compelling uh, return given that it has been paying at least every year um, about 3 pesos all the same. No? It had um, already uh, paid out 1 peso 50 cents this year. Uh, which was paid on April 28, 2022. For um, for the banking industry, let's go through this. Uh, Security Bank is in the top five position. In terms of total assets, your BDO is number one, your Metro Bank is number two, BPI number three, PNB four, SEC B at five. You're seeing, I think, Union Bank try to catch up with recent uh, acquisitions on your ING. And um, Union Bank has also got 
uh, Citibank. So I, I think that from an asset percentage, because of the mergers that Union Bank has gotten, perhaps Union Bank is somewhere here at about four or five as well. Given that Union Bank recently added City, you, you, you see the City, so you add it up, so you make Union Bank higher here. And then I think they also added ING. I don't know the asset pool of ING, but I would assume that Union Bank today is also re-rating revaluation story. Obviously, in the banks, you want to go to the top five, top three, top five. So um, it's really a compelling buy. Um, take note, though, that we want to position Metro Bank at 35 after seeing great numbers. And until today, Metro Bank is 32. I would people continue to revalue Metro Bank. And therefore, there will be opportunities for re-rating the banking sector. Um, you're seeing that the loans are still strong. Oh, security Bank for 30 years, it says here in the presentation, you've got about a number five spot on Security Bank. In terms of return on equity, not bad at about 8%. So you're seeing almost the same um, quality for the rest on returns on equity. From a deposit side, this may be the, the one people may be looking at. Deposits, what's this? Uh, here's the percentage, quite small, no? Um, roughly 5% market share in total assets, 4% market share in loans, 4% in deposits, and 31st bank in the Philippines, in terms of universal commercial bank. Secondly, driven by profitability in market share, and so that's how they say it. All right, so profitability wise, they saw in this quarter 2022 roughly 7 billion pesos um, is their net interest income. They have two trading gains during uh, dividends, would probably be on the lookout for banks, guys. In terms of return on equity, look at these industry averages. No, so your security bank overall from 2014 till 2022 has been able to return around 8 to 10 percent. Um, it's, it's lower than in the 2014 2015 era, but I'd say that it's more on the fact that they've got bigger assets and bigger equity. In terms of uh, income, they were able to stay uh, stay the same no? with uh, 2022, roughly nasa, nasa 37% year-on-year um, from 2021. So I think they're going to be hitting about 12 billion income for this year. Uh, net income after tax, you can see that is about um, okay naman. It's uh, relatively even stronger, 66% year-on-year. And take note that the net interest income will grow with higher interest rates going forward. And the BSP has been signaling that they will be raising interest rates so long as the dollar peso continues to devalue. So you would assume that in this rate hike in environment, it is positive for the banks, um, a little bit negative for property. So I wouldn't be too bullish on the property sector. And I see the property sector actually being sanguine or sideways in this kind of environment. Now, um, cost efficiency, this seems to be okay. Um, although you've got rising operating expenses, you could see that in a percentage format, your SEC B is actually just 59% cost income ratio, quite almost uh, at par with the industry average of 57. Net interest margin, we're talking about this one. So we know that as interest rates go higher, this net interest margin will go higher. And so this uh, 4% net interest margin can have a probably 5%. So you'll probably reach as high as this uh, interest rate margins of uh, 2020. I'd say that this has room to move up and your earning assets yield versus funding costs will also be higher. So that is a positive towards SECB and the industry of the banks in general. So you've got these things um, from a service fee income. You're seeing that 
Ito na, 900 million deposit charges. Stock brokerage firm, 266 million. They've got credit cards earning 1.2 billion last year. You've got loans, 733 million. Asset management and trust, miscellaneous. Overall, their service charges, fee-based incomes, about 4.8 billion a year. Seems okay, same as last year. So, anchan, may 20% growth in Sec B. Balance sheet asset funding structure, fine. You've got your total asset pool now at about 700 billion uh, pesos. So that's a, that's a strong bank. You can see the funding structure. A part of it, 31% demand deposit, time deposit, 24%, 16% savings deposit. So as, as more and more people obviously deposit into security bank, they've got a cheap funding structure and that would uh, help them to grow their net interest income portfolio. So this is their loans. You can see their loan portfolio so far is about 465 billion. From an industry perspective, they were loaning towards 10% manufacturing, wholesale trade 16%, utilities 18%. If you're worried about the banking set, uh, the, the bank uh, exposure towards uh, properties, it's 11% here. Financial intermediation, I would assume that was credit cards, etc. Short-term um, credit. So that's 8% and others. Okay, so from a consumer loans breakdown. 56% home mortgage, auto loans, 21%, credit card, 17%, small business loans, 5-1. Okay, so uh, maturity, long-term, 59%, 41% short-term, fixed uh, rates, most of them, um, and then 42% variable. Currency-wise, obviously, it is a peso-based uh, loan book portfolio. Okay, um, 56% uh, corporations, uh, 44% retail in terms of their total deposits, 530 billion deposit portfolio. Okay, um, what else do we have to take a look at? Well, the NPLs, that is wonderful. You could see that their um, NPL ratio, although that has been significantly high during the pandemic, it looks like it will fall over time. And uh, that means that they are adequately covering for any pandemic losses just in case there are delinquencies or late payments. So it seems like it's fine, no? Um, they already uh, covered 3.6% versus uh, 1.2 or 1% in the past. Okay, so they've already uh, tried to um, write down a lot of assets that they think would have a difficulty in paying. Capital strength, okay naman. Um, so you're seeing that uh, Security Bank versus um, the other banks, uh, major Philippine banks capitalization, quite strong, no? Um, comparable with Metro Bank, comparable with, um, yeah, so actually very strong CSEC B and Metro Bank based on these tables. The Boitises Union Bank is uh, here, BPI is also there. BDO is actually pretty much um, mas malit yung coverage ratio uh, and RCBC. So RCBC and BDO medyo mababa, mataas yung coverage. Uh, in terms of capital strength balance sheet, mataas CSEC B. Dividends, I think everyone is looking forward for the dividends. The 3 peso dividend is intact. And so um, it looks like this 3 peso dividend, 3 over 90, that's about less than 3%. Tama ba? Hmm. At, sorry, 3 point something percent. Above 3%. That's why I think 90 pesos is um, comfortably being bought for Security Bank. Okay, so um, you can take a look more on the issue ones. Um, the bank, security uh, bank is, uh, of course, um, uh, yeah, it's one of those uh, top five banks that you may want to uh, include in your um, portfolio. Um, we said last week about um, Shell. Have I discussed Shell last week? Yes, I did. Um, yeah, I'm bullish on Shell. Uh, so far, I would also share that um, 
in the Philippines, I think that the sectors that you would prefer would be the mining, uh, in particular Nickel Asia. Um, but let's go through the news that was released recently, no? Um, and then I'll try to answer as well some questions in the comment section. May mga tanong, kamusta si All Day? Um, is uh, is uh, San Miguel's food and beverage company FB worth watching at 40s um, because of the dividends or do I ignore it? And then there's questions about Shell. Um, I would say like in the in in the short term and probably in the next two to six um, two to six months, I view the Philippine market as still a Actually, I'm more into the bargain hunting opportunity, not really looking in the index. So um, Shell Philippines is in our picks, uh, 18 to 20 peso, 22 even. Um, if you bought it for the dividends, I think that you got the one peso dividend. And I see a revaluation towards the oil-related sector. So we're actually very bullish on oil. Um, let's take a look on um, a few of these um, issues. Um, and then um, let's let's try to uh, figure things out. No? Okay. Um, First and foremost, Shell Philippines has already reported their income and their results, and they gave dividends. Um, it was really a tremendously good report. Um, and then, um, sorry, today is not uh, just a Shell-specific uh, company company buy, no. But uh, let's take a look, even from a charting perspective. I see that this was a basing out formation over the last couple of years, from 2020 to 2022. This is a huge base that you're seeing here, guys, from about 14 to 22, which can make this hit as high as 30 or 40s. That's why we're uh, we're giving this um, really, really good base outlook for uh, Shell Philippines. Um, let's go towards Shell. <clears throat> Ulitin natin so that uh, mas maraming makapag-appreciate ng lumabas na numbers on Shell. Shell Philippines Investor Relations. Ganito lang guys, look at it. And then obviously tingnan din natin yung ginawa ng Philippine mining, no? Uh, mining tax Philippines. My news about this. All right, 19 hours ago. Let's read through the news and uh, let's look at the implications as well for companies in the mining space, no? House committee approves a new tax regime for mining. It, uh, a House of Representatives panel on Wednesday approved a new fiscal regime which is expected to generate 37 billion pesos in the first full year of implementation. Um, I think that is quite expected because the mining is a service, uh, is a sector that really has tons of revenues. And so the government, after uh, deploying so much uh, incentives in the well, um, of course, they're trying to rebuild um, in terms of infrastructure, in terms of all these uh, hospitals. Right? They, they talked about it during the sauna. I would say that it has to come from somewhere and tax revenues is going to be coming largely from uh, these uh, sectors, mining, terrorism, uh, aside from the typical business sector. So you're seeing that uh, they've approved the bill for a rationalized single fiscal regime to all large-scale metal mines regardless of location. So they've been adopting 51%. This is up from 38% under the current tax system. And it would bring Philippines closer to the middle of the pack among major mining countries. So ju they're just really trying to compare this to Australia, Canada, and so on. So among major countries, only Chile and South Africa, which has lithium, uh, lower effective South uh, tax rates than us. This proposal brings us closer to Indonesia and Australia with our regional cooperatives. Take no comparati comparatives. Take note that China has a 71% effective tax rate for gold mines. 
So this proposal is um, already uh, to fund the administration's priority programs. You know that Mr. Marcos, um, President Bongbong Marcos said that um, they're going to prioritize healthcare infrastructure. So um, I believe that this will be, well, they also prioritize, of course, energy. But I would say that um, this is um, one of their uh, key revenue collection programs. Okay, so um, let's take a look. In this medium-term fiscal framework, we are also uh, saying that the mining tax reform um, is really for yeah, infra-agriculture revolution and the Filipino middle class. Okay, so um, the, the, the movement here, in my view, is rational. I don't think that this is going to be a negative towards the sector. In fact, more likely, um, the, the, the simpler the tax revenues collection is for mining and uh, the bigger the, the foreign funds will accept. I think it's more of just rationalization. So um, in terms of Nicolasia, which is uh, my pick here in the sector, let's take a look at this. Nicolasia is trading today at 5.83. We are bullish this sector, and we've been bullish here since 2.2 plus peso. I have been saying that this drop from 8 peso to 5 peso is more of an opportunity. This is a gift for you to buy 5 to 6 pesos if you have cash. Um, let me show to you a few tweets of mine. Um, just last night, uranium stocks got moon mooning because of uh, the um, because of Japan reinstating the nuclear uh, policies. Let's read through that, guys. This is a very very important news for you. Um, Japan uranium. So Germany has already did this. Um, Germany has already done this. Um, uh, re Actually, within like three to six months, na approved na in Germany. So yung, remember that um, in Japan, they stopped and postponed all their uh, nuclear plants because of the Fukushima. And um, we were arguing that the carbon neutral world will go back towards nuclear and 24-7 carbon neutral um, energy is going to be beneficial towards the world. So we were seeing that um, actually within a year or yeah, 2020, 2021, people are already betting that uranium stocks will go up. And a lot of this has to do with the demand for um, renewable energy that is carbon, carbon zero, basically. Now, what's the implication of this? All I can tell you is that with the with the sector demand in a lot of um, commodities, um, you might say, but that is about coal, that is about uh, uranium. This is all about uh, basically energy. So um, what you're really seeing here, guys, is that um, there is huge demand for energy. And because energy is necessary, there will be a lot of renewable forces to happen. Pakita ko sa inyo yung Twitter ko na slide here. Um, I shared it. For those who are new here, please follow me on um, Twitter at FaceTrader. I tweet a lot. I share a lot. Also follow me, of course. Thank you. And like, subscribe this uh, YouTube channel. Um, here, let me share to you this. No, So the primary energy supplies, we talked about this. Repeat lang natin. There is a necessity um, right now, no, 2020 to 2030, it's a 10-year format. You've got coal, gas, oil supplying 80% of your energy, but they want to um, basically change that towards a lot of biomass, solar, wind, renewables, and even nuclear. Yung others dyan, idadagdag nila nuclear dyan. Um, pina, pinapahiwatig nito, guys, na in terms of coal, oil, gas, meron kang super demand with um, with 
yung yung DMC na nangyari, yung mga semirara nangyayari dyan, remember that we were bullish on DMC. Nung, nung pinakatay si DMC sa 4 pesos, recall, um, bumili tayo dyan. We were saying na, guys, no matter how negative you are with the world, kailangan mo talagang pansinin yung coal, no? So, um, because we need energy at some point. Umangat na yan, tum- tum- gumot, gumot 10 pesos. Actually, until na ngayon, kahit nag-sell kami ng 10 Nag-sell ako for a few, no? 9 to 10. I think, uh, pero actually, nag-long ako ng coal sa China. I bought here at about 6.45. Um, as you can see, no, maraming demand, maraming needs talaga yung mundo. Um, and the world is in a secular path towards energy sustainability. If you think about it, no, one of the energy sustainability is to fund the electric vehicle sector. And we already said that in the electric vehicle sector, that's the reason why we are very bullish on Nickel Asia. The secular trend is your friend. And in your secular trend is your friend. You have to understand this. With solar PVs all necessarily needing, well, sa solar PVs, photovoltaic, kailangan mo dyan is a lot of copper and silver. And then for yung mga electric vehicle batteries, storage, no? Kailangan mo ng copper, cobalt, nickel, lithium, rare earth elements, like yung mga, kailangan mo ng mga cobalt, uh, manganese. So, pero malaki talaga, kailangan mo lithium. Uh, actually, mas malaki yung uh, lithium, tapos nickel. 811 yan eh. 10% nickel, lithium. Yung lithium, grabe sa lipad, guys. Lithium ngayon, umu all-time high. Let's show to you that. Lithium, Levent Corporation, nag-all-time highs na naman. Yung um, Albemarle, nag-all-time highs to sa 280s, no? Ayan, no? umu all-time high. So, um, hindi mo kailangan man, ma- maghintay. Alam mong nickel futures uh, uptrend yan. So, nag-drop yan from about 52218 but you could see that Nicolasia from a month on month perspective we're seeing that this company is gonna have bigger dividends come out within the next couple of years no so look at the nickel futures it went from 400 towards 1718 if you are impacted by stocks that's actually too small to to um to to consider given that your uh profits in terms of nickel companies and that doesn't mean just nickel asia we have been saying pati si fni pati sila mark we 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 talked about these guys um sinabi natin that global ferro nickel here about um even here at about two pesos no mabibili mo yan um so it remains in demand actually nagpabili tayo dyan, one to two no sabay yan eh but we were um and and so we don't see the the demand waning um, kahit dito sa 2 peso 30 cents. Kung bumibili kayo sa 260s, bibili pa kayo sa 2 pesos niyan. There is a real demand here. So um, we think this is a healthy correction. It's just a healthy correction. Pinatapos lang yung profit taking. So from about March 2022 all the way to September, you've got 340 dropping towards 224 here. Here we, we give you a buy rating. These things are not uh, related to your index. It's all related towards the nickel commodity stocks. Um, as long as that company continues to pay dividend. I remember si, si, um, si Nicolasia nagbigay yan ng malaking dividend last year. As much as 50 centavos. Let me just recall. 96 centavos pa nga eh. Tama ba? <clears throat> teka, teka. Siyempre nakakalimutan ko yung dividend history. Pero malaki. Uh, parang 50 cents. Uh, I remember malaking malaki yun eh. Pati itong si FNI, nagbigay na malaking dividend yan. Nikolasia dividend history. And I would surmise na kahit na may tax revenues na hike, um, hindi madederil to. Okay, so let's take a look at these. Uh, nickel dividends gave about 23 cents last year. 
2022, then 2021, malaki to, 36, 45 cents. Ayun nga, 45 cents. Tapos nung 2020, 8 cents, uh, 22 cents, 30. So, uh, malaki pa rin. Uh, I would say na even if dividend policy ni Nicolasia hindi pa na-release, uh, I would say that every year meron yung dividend policy. So, come 2023 until 2024, 2025, with demand for EV on... Um, Basically, not unstoppable yun. Um, we're talking about the huge secular trend change here. We sell, um, right now, uh, in 2019, let's just go for the facts. 2019, there's just 2 million electric vehicles. In 2022, Tesla alone has sold a million and is producing 2 million and they're going to gear up their delivery. And that's just one company. Of course, we're talking about Toyota. Um, all the electric vehicles are being produced um, in China, US, and Europe. And um, it's going to take time, 10 years to displace. Kaya nga, we're bullish on oil and gas, we're bullish on coal, we're, we're, bullish, on, we're bullish on the EV sector, renewable energy, and solar. Which brings me to my point. One of our topics as lag is still trading at 1.9. And yet, guys, as lag is already a profitable entity. Correct? So we will continue to be bullish here. Here about 180 to 190. If you see that formation, that is still a bullish formation. <clears throat> These are alpha-centric ideas. Take note. Nung 2020s, we weren't giving you, oh, buy index, blah, blah, blah. We're, no, we said, no, 2020, we said, bilhin mo yung mga Jollibee at 99 pesos because that's an iconic brand and people will buy that chicken joy even if there is a restaurant decline. Obviously, nag-pandemic ka, sinarado mo yung stores. Now you've got the reopening. So obviously, binili yan up ng market to the point naman na I think Jollibee at 235. Yes, I know your reopening demand is there. But in terms of reopening demand, I would say na ang hindi pa talaga na fully revalue is um, Cebu Pacific. So travel has already gone up. It's obvious, no? Nag-337% revenue increase yan. We put a buy pa rin on your um, Cebu Pacific. Um, yung question about FB, I think it's more of manufacturing sector. Uh, manufacturing is uh, reliant on a lot of cost of goods. So I would say that uh, San Miguel might have a lot more to ask in terms of yung cost of goods. Hindi ako masyadong bullish on um, the sector of uh, food manufacturing, but hindi rin naman ako negative. I'd say I'm neutral. Um, neutral because if they can pass on all their inflationary costs, which which is happening worldwide, for instance, sila Unilever, sila Procter & Gamble, sila Coca-Cola, Hershey's, they've been passing everything on towards consumers. So, katay yung presyo, uh, mahal yung presyo, but I guess what's happening in the entire world is if I get uh, taxed on my revenues, if I get taxed higher, I am going to pass more of my um, problems towards the people to the point that uh, eventually, yes, it will hit demand destruction. But one of the things that I also have to emphasize, guys, is that I think the, the rate increases of most of your food manufacturing is being offset by product substitution. What do I mean with product substitution? Um, some companies today, of course, they will not try to raise their uh, menu. So, naggagawa sila ng mga affordable menu offerings. That's happening in companies. Um, pinapalitan nila yung mga pagkain. Substitution. Um, wheat and corn are again rising. It's gonna be negative for a lot of your companies like pizza. Um, sayang, malapit na talagang mag-reopen. Uh, malakas naman talaga reopening. But let's just take a look at some cost of goods sold, no? 
wheat, which is uh, a staple in the entire Philippine community because we eat bread, pasta, we like to eat our noodles. Take note lang ha, um warning sign lang din kay Monde Nisen kasi Monde today is trading at about 16 pesos and ang problema dito is um, tumataas yung cost of goods sold mo. Yes, I know, mahilig tayo kumain ng pansit kanton. Lucky me is safe, ika nga. Um, ang, ang question ko naman dito is not about the sales. Eh. It's more of the cost of goods. So as long as um, the company can really grow their sales and pass on, um, maybe neutral. So on FB, I don't think you have a super strong secular growth trend. You're gonna grow because the population is eating, we have to eat. But... Um, in terms of dividend, I don't think it's also the best in terms of dividend. Um, pwede, pwede na. It's, it's not like the best dividend. Kung gusto mo dividend play, I'd even say Shell has leeway to go up. So oil plates tayo, oil and gas. Uh, Mag-oil play ka dapat. About the question, let me just answer that question. Kamusta po ang all day? Um, all day, I think, will be comparable towards your pure gold. So far, no? nag-bottom out siya 28 cents. It's doing 35 cents. Um, check natin. Actually, it's been a while since I uh, last uh, checked the all-day numbers. Tingnan ko lang. In terms of mga supermarket, the way I see this, guys, convenience factor si all-day. Obviously, kung taga-Cavite ka or if you are residing somewhere where it's nearby, dun ka magsha-shopping. I believe that um, supermarket is a location-based business. So far, hindi pa ako naniniwala that it can be done like grocery-grocery shopping online. Yes, I know there's Picaru, there's a lot of digital um, groceries helping the people. But I think that Filipinos in general or behavior, um, we like to go out, we like to spend our time going to the supermarket, seeing it, hawak-hawak ng mga prutas. So, um, so all day is more like... Um, uh, a growing neighborhood supermarket store. I'd say that, yes, in terms of growth sales, nandyan siya. How much is it market cap today? I would say na it would be trading as a growth stock, not gonna trade as a consumer staple. So from a premium perspective, mas magiging mahal ang valuation kay all day only because only because people see it as a growth story. Pero tingnan natin. Let me see kung nag-grow si all day. Kasi it's been a while since I last took a look at the at the company. Pero namahalan ako sa IPO, kaya hindi ko promote during IPO. Uh, namahalan lang talaga ako. Pero kung mura ka na, baka pansanin kita. Magkano ba siya ngayon? So, um, we can see company disclosures. Um, okay. So, si press release August 16, last nine days ago, all they said that they've earned some 4.6 billion peso in revenues and they started declaring dividends. That's good, no? It's good to know na they started declaring dividends because si Pure Gold, kahit pa pa namimigay ng dividends, although parang piso, piso lang ating dividend ni, uh, ni Pure Gold, eh. <clears throat> so, eto, magkano ba dividend binigay? Um, so far, they said na they plan to offer how much? So, EBITDA increased to about 378 million, ah, sorry, 430 million pesos. Um, they've got food hubs, paluto concept, 72 million in cash dividends, which represents about yun, mga 20% of their uh, first half net income. Okay, so not bad, no? At least they 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 are doing 20% dividend policy. Mas maganda actually ang Shell, ha? in terms of dividends, 70% policy si Shell. And malakas yung income ni Shell. I think ito, it's um, so-so. 
Pwede na kasi nga they're expanding in company in stores in locations na konti naman yung mga um, so you're seeing that um, they're getting the incremental sales that you don't see from ano from uh, pure gold and SM sa mga outskirts no sa mga bataan Pampanga sa mga bagong places na eh they're 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 mostly strong in Cavite oh, General Trias Tanza Dasmarinas Imus Star Mall in Las Piñas, talagang nasa Villar-related properties to. So, um, okay. Um, I'd say that the revenues is good, the income is good. Uh, magkano ba yung market cap ngayon ni All Day? Um, how much ba si All Day today? Tingnan ko ah, kasi it's a growing story, no? So, um, it's a growth, growth name. All Day has... Um, Stats tayo. Analyze. Um, it's in the consumer staple industry. So, dapat nasa services. Si Aldi. Ah, hindi. Wala siya sa services. Sorry, sorry. Um, saan ba siya? Industrial? Hmm? Saan ba siya nilagay? Sa all na lang. So, Aldi is here. Aldi. Oops, oops, sorry, sorry. All day. All day is a convenience store format. So marami siyang formats. Um, we go towards their fundamental. Okay. So see all day. 35 cents. Ito, price to earnings mo is 20 times multiple. Okay, I, I think people are paying a double premium to him kasi nga small company siya. Technically speaking, if you are a small company, imagine mo guys, all day is 4 billion peso revenue. SC Pure Gold hitting 150 billion, 200 billion revenue si Pure Gold. Eh. Parang kutitap ka lang. Teka lang ha, tingnan ko muna. Tama ba? Pure Gold sales revenues, 2021, 164 billion. Oh, 160. So wala ka pa sa... Kalingkingan, magkano lang yun? 3% lang ng market share ni Pure Gold. Um, so this is really gonna be treated as a micro cap story. This is a small cap, nano cap. Mm, mm, si all day. Kano ba siya ngayon? Magkano siya? 7 billion. Mm, two times price to sales. Hindi, one times price to sales. Kasi 400 bil- 486 million is first half, no? First half results ba to? Yeah, first half results to eh. Yeah. One times price to sales. I'd say that all day is uh, trading fair. Um, hindi naman mura. Hindi naman mahal. And it looks like this company can grow their revenues and income double. So the market is paying that 20 times multiple towards all day because they know that this one is going to grow further. Siyempre, mas mabilis i-achieve yung growth because you're small. Um, Pure Gold kasi started from ilan ba? I remember that Pure Gold sales used to just be as little as 10 billion pesos. Check natin ah. Nung IPO yan, sobrang late ng sales ni sales revenues ni Pure Gold eh. Sales, uh, pure gold IPO tayo. Pure gold IPO. So it's got it's it's one thing to be like um the pure gold small version. 12, 2011, 11 years ago, uh take note that um pure gold had 
P gold 1211 sales. So, nag-expand yan eh. From 25 stores to now 500 stores. So, you know how it is. Sales 2011. Ayun no, ang liit-liit lang when it started. 40 billion to 160 billion. So, I'd say that um, you pay the price for all day as a growth play. So, it's okay. If you like uh, all day, um, my growth naman kasi sa Cavite, sa mga areas ni Villar. So, I'm okay with it. I'm not gonna say no to it. Okay, uh, let's see the question. Ma'am, you bearish po ba kayo sa Jackson Hole? Actually, guys, what I'm doing from now until the next couple of days, until next few months na, actually, nagkukos average diamond hand sleep na ako eh. Been telling the people that there are companies that are basing out strong base formations um, oil, gas, uranium, solar is breaking out, all-time high, secular trend. When you are doing your secular trend, hindi ka nahihintayin ng market. The leaders go all-time highs. Actually, sa Pilipinas, you shouldn't care about the index. Eh. Weird nga eh. Dapat aslag nasa double all-time high ka na eh. But actually, it may be your opportunity. Your shell should theoretically be trading at all-time highs. I'll show you why. Ah. Ito yung nangyayari sa energy names abroad. Um, give you perspective. Ito ang mga picks natin sa abroad. Sanra, no? Wow. Umo all-time highs na. Malapit na, malapit na. Ito, bang, bang, kaboom. This is a triple bottom happening on Sunrun. And this is a major breakout move on your solars. Any dips is a buy. Obviously, may mas malakas pang solar. Si First Solar, American Solar, please. Ito, um, mas malakas to, First Solar. Ayan, 118, looking to poise to make another all-time high moves. Climate change beneficiaries. Last night, as I said, uraniums, all of the uraniums. Um, big moves tall, guys. Um, you can check out the awesome TEDx investing, why we have a fundamental buy call on uranium stocks. Obviously, I said, like Philippines, diba? Bullish tayo on Cebu Pacific. Does it mean that I'm bullish on U.S. airlines? The answer is yes. Pero between the Delta Airlines, American Airlines, United Airlines, I would prefer to go all in. Hindi ma all in, pero like, high conviction towards your Airbnb booking and Expedia kasi obviously nag-travel mga tao so Airbnb is a huge beneficiary there 60% sales income revenues um, you've got the Disney firing on all cylinders no? kumain ng market share si Disney against your Netflix and then it's trading here at about 5 year 10 year lows um, imagine that 7 year lows no? so um, actually guys I'm a I'm an alpha-centric person. You'll notice na I don't really care about the index. I don't even care if you want to call it a bull market, bear market. Who cares, no? Parang if there is a compelling, low-risk, high-reward situation and we can see solars, nuclears, renewable energy, we are a go, go, go there. We have to buy these companies. Index mag 9,000 or 8,000, that doesn't even matter. Kasi ang index mo sa Pinas, ang large scale mo is SM and SM Prime. Okay, okay lang. Neutral lang ako dyan. Di mo ako super bullish sa mga malls. Di rin ako bullish sober sa properties. Hindi rin ako masyadong bullish sa BDO. Kasi BDO na sa mga 1.5 na eh. Times price to book. If you're gonna go for banks, I think that you want to go for mga security bank. Maybe take a look at Union Bank as well. Digital Bank of the Philippines. So we're, we're more on that. Um, in terms of yung solars, ni naman ako just bullish on ASLAG. As I said, I'm bullish on your Aboitis Power. I'm bullish on that. I'm bullish on yung mga ASNU and SPNEC. Pero nagkataon lang, guys, why would I buy companies that are not profitable yet versus eto na, nakikita ko sa mukha ko, sa mata ko, eto yung profits, profitable ang ASLAG with a commercial tree plant. 
already operating. So, I think that uh, it's a matter of just asking yourself. Hindi naman sinabi na bumili ng solar play. Pwede rin naman bilhin mo ang mga abroad. Actually, um, that's our topic next next uh, next 20, next 10 minutes. Um, join me in the small account challenge where I will teach you with just $100. How do I invest Nikki on a Disney and an Airbnb? How do I buy this uranium stock surge that's happening in Japan? In China, they open nuclear. Kailan magnu-nuclear ang Pilipinas? Well, in, in the first place, hindi ako naniniwala magnu-nuclear tayo. Wala tayong pera. But if we will go transition towards nuclear, that's actually something that we need to invest upon rin naman, self-sustainability. But I think from our perspective, mas mauuna ang solars versus nuclear. Germany and Japan and US and China, however, are already massively investing in um, nuclear power plants. Bill Gates just secured $750 million Terra power plant last August there's a lot of happy things to be happy about, about the solutions, investing in the solution. Ang solution sa energy crisis is supply energy. Ang sagot dyan, shale, nuclear, solar, oil and gas, and coal, natural gas. So, yun lang eh. If you're not gonna invest in solutions, paano natin, paano natin i-advance ang ekonomiya? Kasi the world cannot stop moving. Hindi ka mapwedeng, di ako magta-travel. I mean, Lahat ng tao gusto mag-travel, kaya binubuksan na nilang mga airlines all over the world. All I'm saying guys is, marami ng tao nag-a-abroad, nag-domestic flight or nag-fly abroad. And hindi ko hihintayin para sabihin mo na, Niki, yung Cebu Pacific, buy na yun eh. Kahit naman hinintay mong 45, 40 pesos, kailan ka pa bibili? Kailan? Kapag 50, 60, 70 na siya. Diba? Okay. Um, bye-bye. See you. That's it. <laughs>